Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And before we get a text or a tweet... Our meteorologists here in Sacramento, they don't miss. They don't miss. They okay. are never wrong. They don't miss. Shout out Christina uh, and Christina Warner, Warner is absolutely mm-hmm. in charge of the weather. Uh, she determines whether it's So it's it not Andres Bedrins from the free throw line. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Shout out Andres. Um, you mentioned Kyle Shanahan a couple times, but this is a frequent discussion here with a number of people on our show. Coach of the year? I mean – I always struggle with what the criteria is for all of these like these awards because I, I can view it no one, one way knows. and then absolutely go no completely. What? Absolutely no one knows. No one knows right? the criteria. It, it, it feels like this is like one of those like preseason expectations is baked into how I view you throughout the year. Like mm-hmm. if we were going excellence, I think uh, you know Sirianni has a ha, throws his name in the hat, right? Mm-hmm. Like obviously Andy Reid. I mean they got rid of Tyreek Hill for crying out loud, and they look better than ever. Like throw them into the mix. But then if you're going like, oh wow, you did the most with the least. Well Brian Dayball, or you can say you know Mike Tomlin or Pete Carroll or something like that. I look at it as excellence mixed in with what adversity did you overcome? If those are your criteria, excellence, Shanahan's close to being excellent. Look at what he's overcome. Look who's playing career-level football right now. Kittle, McCaffrey, Juice, Brock Purdy, are you kidding me? Trent Williams, like Ayuk, like there's a case to be made. Nick Bosa, there's a case to be made. This is the best team. Shanahan's put together, and that's the wild sentence. Yeah, no, the roster is stacked. The the only (laughs) to me, the only wild card is, and I told Damian this earlier in the week is Brock Purdy, and not because of what I've seen. What I've seen, I love. I absolutely love. Like he he has shown me nothing that if we're just going off his play, that I would be concerned about going into these playoffs with him. The thing that I'm concerned of concerned about is. He's still the last pick in the draft. <laughs> he still only played six NFL games. And I'm just sitting here waiting for the other shoe to fall in this situation. And I don't know when it's going to be. It may not happen in this 12th season. He may play great. I don't know. It may happen in the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. Or it could happen Saturday. But I, that's what has me on edge the most is just not knowing if and when 
that other shoe is going to fall with Brock Purdy. It's the most fair thing you can say. We can all agree, guys, right? Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Steve Young, these are all-time legends, right? Like, whether you got them 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, you know, 11 through 15, these are some of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Their careers are littered with postseason disappointment. Like, one and done, duds, left and right. The greatest quarterback of this era, in my estimation right now, like, in terms of talent, is Patrick Mahomes. I think he's got the most talent of anyone. He had three turnovers in that AFC Championship game in the second half alone and had a dud. Those happen. Duds happen. Situations happen. Joe Montana threw three interceptions in the NFC Championship game. Does anyone ever bring that up? No, because Dwight Clark made a sick catch at the end of the game, and then their defense got a stop and a fumble at the 50-yard line. No one remembers that. Uh, Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo has had some rough playoff moments, and they've been able to overcome it. Can they overcome a Brock two, three, four turnover game? You know the Niners are four versus zero in terms of the turnover department in the two games combined against Seattle. What if that flips? What if they give the ball up one or two times and Seattle doesn't? What if Pete Carroll decides to run a crazy um, you know, special teams play like he did last year with Travis Homer where they didn't even touch him and he went untouched for 80 yards? Like You know the old gunslinger Pete is going to have something on special teams. When they lost the NFC Championship game to the New York Giants, Kyle Williams, two fumbles, not one, two fumbles mm-hmm. on special teams. Weird stuff happens. What happens if the kid falls behind 14 points and you can't throw? Like Trey Lance in the fourth quarter against the Bears and the and the weather's so bad. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. The other thing is, and no one wants to bring this up, he doesn't throw to one side of the field. Mm-hmm. If you don't think the advanced analytics and these smart defensive coordinators and someone who's astute as, as Pete Carroll doesn't know that, mm-hmm. I'm worried that maybe they find those tendencies and they exploit it for one or two big plays. And that's all the difference in these playoff games. If the 49ers lose in this postseason, I don't think it's going to be because Brock Purdy. Because wow. I don't think Kyle Shanahan is going to put Brock Purdy in a situation where he's winning or losing this game. If he's having some shaking moments – I think you get the old Mike Brown early timeout. You get pulled aside. Mm -hmm. Hey, Kittle two yards out. Debo on the slant one yard out. We're not asking you to do anything crazy. And I think that's something that we talked about in game. We stopped talking about it because he just kept seemingly getting better and better as the season went along. Mm -hmm. But game number one, that, 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 hey, you don't have to do too much. Just find your guys. You're literally, you you got playmakers Mm -hmm. everywhere. Get them the ball. Things start out a little shaky against Seattle. Weather gets a little rocky. Hey, you've got playmakers everywhere. They've been here. Rely on them. Mm-hmm. And that's where, and that's where to me, and, and, and this isn't a part of the conversation, that to me is where Kyle Shanahan will be able to put a stamp on. You can give that award to whoever you want to. I did the best coaching job this year. Yeah. If they lose, and truthfully, I'm not sure that they're going to, but if they lose in this postseason, it's not going to be because of Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. It's, man, I hope that's the case. Like, they did such a great job. You're not hiding, because I hate that word. That makes it like a, a shot at Jimmy G. But, like, they pretend- working around working around some of the, the, the limitations of Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. right? And, and people see that as, as a knock on Jimmy, whatever. Like, well, you, you protect interpret them. Interpret it how you that's want. That's what you do. You, what? Prote- you protect them. You, you, exactly. You, you protect your players, and you, you highlight what they do best. Exactly. That's the essence of coaching, maximizing your skills, mm-hmm. minimizing mm-hmm. your flaws, and then mm-hmm. you can work on those things in the offseason or at a later date. But, like, I think about 49er football, there are moments in time where you do ask for that player 
to step up. Debo becomes a legend in the playoffs. Jeff Garcia, that one moment against the New York Giants in the second half coming back. Colin Kaepernick, multiple times in the playoffs, like not one, multiple times in the playoffs being a legend. Alex Smith's whole career was a dud. He had five minutes against the New Orleans Saints. Like, Brock could be awful for 40 minutes, and if he gives me three or four minutes at the end, will anyone give a darn? Like, I'm asking sincerely, guys. Like, But conversely, like Jimmy Garoppolo, if you falter when we need you the most, like, I know everyone, oh, he's got the leg up. It's this. We're going to listen. You go into the offseason with some sort of a devastating pick to end it. It can change things, not just for him, but internally, how he's viewed by fans, Mm -hmm. things like that. I know there's the, oh, shucks, he's a third-string quarterback. Guys, this is their best chance to win a Super Bowl. Mm. This this, this is it. Look around the NFC. Kyle's got more pelts than anyone on the wall not named Pete Carroll. Look at the quarterbacks. Like, mm. I know Tom. Tom's Tom. I'm not diminishing. Jalen, he got zero wins in the playoffs. Kirk Cousins, one win in the playoffs. Like, you don't have to go through Allen and Burrow and, and Mahomes. Yeah. You got to face yeah. them yeah. in the Super Bowl, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. This, I can't believe I'm here. They have to win at least one game, like to me. Now, they have to win I, one. I, I'm with you. They they, they got to take care of business on Saturday, and I'm here to tell you guys this, okay? I got a healthy respect for Pete Carroll. I've been saying it all week. I got a healthy respect for the divisional rivalry that is the Seattle Seahawks and the 49ers. The big unknown that you can never predict is turnovers. You don't know who's going to fumble. You don't know tip pass and all this stuff. You don't know any of that's going to happen. There are Seahawks teams that absolutely could come into Levi's and win this game. This ain't one of them. If everything without turnovers, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'll say that without turnovers, they can't beat the 49ers. They can't. Well, I, I, I don't, I, they, this isn't the team to do it. Their teams do it. Minnesota might be able to do it. You know, well, Justin Jefferson, but Seattle could destroy us. Seattle's not the team to do it. And here's the other thing that I do always want to say I always come back to this. Niners are pretty damn good, too. <laughs> the <laughs> Niners are pretty damn good, too. And Seattle has to look at what they have on the roster and say, we got to go against those guys, mm-hmm. right? Like I think yeah. we forget about that sometimes. But, they got Seattle saying we got to go to the to the to the belly of the beast and beat the best defense in football. That's what they're facing. I, up I also, but I think they they can look at it differently. I I do think there's a, a psychological aspect to this where you just laid that out beautifully with what Seattle's looking at. Seattle, I and you know how much I hate this term. It's house money. It is. It is. They they, it is. they have so far exceeded as Butch laid out earlier everybody's expectations. They hear like yo y'all don't think we're gonna beat uh, San Francisco. We played them well the last time we saw them. Mm. We're gonna go out there and we're gonna play them well again. Well, Damien and Joe, it's gonna be a house ass whooping. That's what's gonna happen. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the Niners are covering. I'll I'm tell you Butch. that right now. They're I think I think I'm with Butch. I said it earlier in the week. It's gonna be close early, and the Niners will pull away. I think they're I'm covering. With Butch. Okay. I like 21-20, 21-18. Like, I think it's going to be like – I think it's going to be grinded. Here's the guy we haven't brought up, and he's – in my eyes, you could make an argument. CMC's the MVP. Mm-hmm. This is the other guy you could make an argument. Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. What separates the truly great defensive players is doing it in the fourth quarter to close things out of tight games. Aaron Donald, fourth quarter NFC Championship game. What did he do to Jimmy Garoppolo? Just go back and watch. He dominated the O-line, forced Jimmy Garoppolo into a horrible interception, and just wrecked the game plan. Lawrence Taylor did this. Reggie White's done this. If you want to put yourself into that upper echelon of elite, elite, all-time playoff-type guys – 
Nick Bosa has to have dominant fourth quarter. He's the all-time playoff sack leader for the 49ers. That's an incredible sentence. That's crazy. <laughs> Always a pleasure, Butch. Butch, my guy, my surprise of the day, Butcher Boy Joe Shasky. Thank you, my hey, brother. Niner gang, let's go. Dress like you're going into a hurricane. Let's do this. Revenge, a dish best served, rainy, wet, and cold. I let's need, go. I need all of that. Let's go. <laughs> I need one of those. I, I just kidding. Okay, I'm I'm so sorry to the radio audience. Butch just turned around and the the, the back of his is the is the trophy bedazzled too. Yes, I'll do oh, it. Oh, let's go. I might, I might get me one of them joints right there. Let's go. That's Butcher Boy Joe let's Shasky. Go. The morning roast on 95.7 The Game in San Francisco. We're back with more on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. D-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Always a pleasure catching up with Butcher Boy Joe Shasky of 95.7 The Game. Uh, and we'll keep it in the family. Trista Crick going to join us at the top of the hour. Uh, Kyle Matson going to join us right after that. And then James Ham's going to pop his head in here into the studio uh, at some point. A couple of mo- uh, m- notes on, on the 49ers we should pass along here. Um, uh, actually, this is a Kyle Matson stat. I was, I was reading about it on Niners Wire today. 49ers are 5-1 and one against teams that are in the playoffs. Mm. Obviously, that includes the two wins over Seattle. Who'd they play? Uh, well, Kansas Tampa City Bay. is obviously the Kansas loss. Kansas City. Miami. Miami. Uh, and I'm missing one. Well, that's the that's the three, right? We said oh, two, two and yeah, yeah, two, two, two and Kansas, the three. Wait, yep. Tampa Bay. No, Miami, Kansas City's the loss. Miami and uh, who else did they play? I'm drawing a blank. Somebody on the AFC, maybe. I don't know. Drawing a blank off the top of my head. I'm beginning to think I should have wrote them down. Chargers, Chargers, Chargers on Sunday. Oh football. yeah, I actually block out that the Chargers are a playoff team. <laughs> I think you block out the Chargers in the NFL. I don't like the Chargers. I don't know why. <laughs> Chargers ain't never done nothing to me, and I think Justin Herbert's a fantastic quarterback. Wasn't LaShawn, wasn't LaShawn McCoy trying to say Niners didn't play nobody? LaShawn McCoy and oh, Rob did. W. Like, and down. Rob W. always say Niners ain't playing nobody. Sit down. He played six that. playoff teams, man. Stop playing with us. Um, I mentioned uh, Talano Ufunga, Fred Warner, pro bowler, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Bosa, mm-hmm. pro bowler, obviously, 
and then the best football player in professional football. 71. Again, Trent Williams. 71, doing uh, what he does for another season. I, I'm so sorry. I'm saying pro bowler. All pro. All pro. All pro. These, that's Which like, is yeah, 10 notches time. above being a pro bowler. <laughs> it is, you are the very best at your position. There ain't no replacements for that. There are no replacements for the all-pro team, and uh, the 49ers have four uh, on that team. The all-pro second team uh, sees George Odom and George Kittle. Odom, Odom is probably for special teams. He is. He got a pick, uh, got a pick last week against the Cardinals. And I've seen a couple of videos of him talking about the – it's hilarious. I'll, maybe I'll find it during the break and, and play it because I think there might be some language. But Is that the one where Bosa's celebrating? In, during the game? Yeah. Or, uh, like the ball's in the air? No, that's um, that's well, Gibson against the Raiders. Oh, that's the Raiders. Because yeah, Bosa – Oh, that the is guy, the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he pushed the guy in there yeah. and his ball's in the yeah. air. Bosa's like, that's, let's go. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. <laughs> that's the Raiders, yeah. I was like, why – why, why would he have done it last week? That game was tra- – because <laughs> he didn't. He did it against the Raiders. Yeah. It's good stuff. But good for Odom, man. It's, it's a hell of a season for the San Francisco 49ers. It is, man. And Jesse asked the question when I came in. He said, you know, if, if they don't win on Saturday, is the season a, a disappointment? And and the, I, I didn't really answer it at the time. I guess my answer would be it would be a disappointing way to end the season, but I wouldn't call the season a disappointment. Just because of like the injuries and how they had to like, they were on their last. I don't want to say their last gas because I think they still would have made the playoffs. But they had to like, we got to do something. Mm. And they went out and they said, "We here, we just need Christian McCaffrey because this thing could get dicey." Mm-hmm. And they made that move. They got Christian McCaffrey. They gave you, you know, one of the historic runs in Forty Nine er history with ten straight wins. And the other thing about it is, I. I said it the other day. I don't want to say, oh, it's okay if they don't get it. But this is your window. You got three years to get one. Can you do it? You can. Will you? I don't know. And how, you got three years to get one. How opinion. crazy is that sentence, though, or that thought, that the 49ers have three years? And, and, I, and I understand you and com- actually completely agree with your point. Mm-hmm. They got three years to, to, to get a championship with – this group, Trent Williams getting older, mm-hmm. like I, you know, you know, the 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 dominance of Nick Bosa is not going to last for an eternity. Like especially the way that he plays, Debo, Christian McCaffrey, the whole deal. You're talking about a team that has a championship window open right now, and we can't tell you who's starting at quarterback next year. <laughs> I don't know the last time there has been a team where you've said this team has a championship window, mm-hmm. and we don't know who's starting at quarterback the next season. That's crazy. It's crazy. And you and you combine that window. It's not just the 49ers. The NFC is, is going to take a little bit to rebuild, right? You know what I mean? Like the, the NFC South, there's nothing really on the mm-hmm. horizon for any of those teams. The West is going through a whole, you know, revamp. Mm-hmm. Um, the North, you got the Lions, you got the Bears, uh, but the Packers. But the Bears constantly can't find their footing. You got right. the Lions, which, right. which, which I like. Um, and then, we, and then he, the, 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 who knows what's going to happen with the Packers this year? And yeah. even if nothing happens, they didn't make the playoffs. Right. And even in the East, the East is a good division, but it's almost like the NFC West. Like, they're going to – well, how it used to be. They're going to eat each other alive, you know, and they're going to beat each other up throughout the season. So it's the combination of the talent that you have and the circumstances. Like, I don't know if the Niners were in the AFC 
if I'd be saying they got a three-year. I mean, I probably would because they have the talent, mm-hmm. but it'd be way harder. Like, it, it'd be way harder the dealing AFC with those guys right now. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, when you talk about the best quarterbacks in the NFL, you're probably talking about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. and they're all in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think um, you know, you, you've seen all the range of emotions that I've had for, for this game this week. I have. And I've settled on what I said, like, wait a minute. Like, it reminds me of the NFC Championship game in 2019 where they were going up against Aaron Rodgers. And I was, at the time, I was talking to my man, uh, my man, Ellen Knox. You know, I always reference him on here. And he's a big Bears fan, so he hates Aaron Rodgers and he follows the game in general. He's like, all week, we were like, yo, man, Aaron Rodgers, and it's going to be tough. And, you know, I, the, man, it's going to be crazy. And then about an hour and a half before kickoff, I called him. I said, Alan, <laughs> the Niners are going to kick their ass. Hmm. Like, the, the Packers aren't good enough to stop what the Niners do well. They're not. And it ended up being a beatdown. And that's kind of what's happened to me with the Seahawks game. Once again, the unpredictable, the turnovers, I'm not accounting for those. Like, that could change the game, obviously. But if it's a clean game on both sides, this Seahawks team isn't they don't have their strengths are not the 49ers weaknesses right like they and and what are their strengths like i guess they kind of have a secondary that's that's solid mm-hmm. but the niners got a bunch of weapons they out of the big play capability too. yeah they got big play. um kenneth walker is really good but i mean the niners are the best team in the league against the run mm-hmm. so when you take away one of your best assets do you have a plan B, C that can beat a 49 which, which it Which it may very well boil down to, you know, to, to dumb the conversation down a little bit, is can Geno Smith beat the San Francisco 49ers mm. defense? Because mm. mm. if you take it, I mean, if you, if, you, if, if, if you take away one of their best assets, which is their, which is their running game, and the 49ers may just straight out challenge him. Mm. Go ahead. We're putting it on you. It's your first trip here. Just like Brock Purdy. It's his first trip here. Yep. Yep. We're putting it on you. Yep. And I personally think Gino can answer that challenge, but not to the I don't think it's to the point of putting up 35 points on the San Francisco 49ers. And I don't know that that's necessarily what you're going to need. I do think you're going to need some points. Um but like I I I think this game might be a little higher scoring than 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 Butcher Boy went with, but I do think it's going to be a little closer uh than you do. I look at I look at uh one thing that gives me some solace, right, with with these uh, two games that they played earlier this year. In the first game of the season, or the first game these two played uh, this year, 49ers ran the ball for 189 yards that game. Mm-hmm. Remember, that's kind of the reason why Trey got hurt because Kyle was like, we're not messing around. We know we can run on these guys. We just going to run. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to stop us. They ran for 189 yards on these guys. In the second game up in Seattle – they ran for 170 yards. Like, that's the weakness of the Seattle Seahawks defense is they can't stop the run. And if you can't stop the run against the 49ers, I don't think you can beat them. Like, I don't see this being much different. I think the Niners are going to – and in the I first agree. game, they had no McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. Mm-hmm. The second game, they only had McCaffrey. Now they got McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. That, and you got 19. And you got 19 back. Uh if they're, they're, Seattle's going to have to you, stop the run, I, and that's something that they haven't done in the previous two games. They're going to have to stop the run to have a chance. I don't think they can do it. One of the uh, 
one thing you said earlier that that just got kind of glossed over, I think, a little bit in the conversation with Butch was you don't think Kyle Shanahan has really opened up the playbook yet mm-hmm. um, versus Seattle. And I'll take it a step further, maybe period. I absolutely think there was a point in the season where Kyle Shanahan realized where this team was mm-hmm. and thought, oh, I, I can have a I can have a postseason playbook. Mm. And I think we'll see some of that, depending on how the game goes, will depend on how much of it we see. But I think we'll get looks from the San Francisco 49ers, especially with all of those weapons available that you just laid out right there that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, that's a good point. That's and good point. you talk about, you know, what happens with Brock Purdy if he's down 14-0 or down 14 points or something like that, or Butch might ask that. Same thing can be asked of Geno, and and less specifically of Geno, but of the Seattle Seahawks as, as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact is also, though, I don't think the game's going to be clean. Right. I don't think it's going to be 0-0 in the turnover category. Like, there are going to be mistakes. That doesn't mean Brock Purdy's going to make the mistake. Elijah Mitchell could fumble the ball. Mm-hmm. There could be a muff punt. There could be a muff kickoff. Like, there are going to be things that are going to happen in this game. Mm-hmm. The question is, where in the game are we when they happen and how many times? Mm-hmm. That's what it – because if you start putting the San Francisco 49ers defense in a position – where they keep having to come up with big stops with Seattle knocking on the door because you made a turnover in the wrong, you know, the wrong place or uh, a muff punt or whatever the case may be. Those are the ones that I'll start getting nervous about. Yeah. Like, oh, like now you're now you're asking the offense to to maybe extend themselves a little bit, and that's the one scenario where I think Brock Purdy could hurt you. And 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 if I'm looking at it from a Seattle point of view. It's disgusting. But if I'm looking from a, from a Seattle point of view, um, I'm saying we got to make we got to get some turnovers. It can't be zero zero. Like let alone like if we turn the ball over and they're not the, like, the, the turnover battle can't yeah, be zero. It can't yeah. be zero zero. We've got to find a way to make plays. Whether it's a pick, whether it's dripping the ball out, or whatever the case may be, we've got to find a way to get turnovers to change field position and change momentum. Another thing I want to say about that last game in Seattle, the Niners. The Niners beat the hell out of the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. They won 21-13, and everybody always brings up uh, the Diggs dropped interception that you know could have went to the house or deep, and then and then a fumble and all this other stuff. And the people, oh, if it wasn't for that, it could have been a different game. Well, <laughs> the Niners had a pick six that was called back on a on a suspect roughing the passer, I think it was, and that was when they were up twenty. I think they were up twenty-one to six. Pick six from Geno called back. The Seattle got points on that drive. So if the pick six doesn't happen, or excuse me, if the roughing the passer doesn't happen, the pick six happens. We're looking at 28-6. to six. We're going home early. The Niners also stopped at the one-yard line and took a knee at the end of the game. Else it would have been even more of a beatdown. Seattle wasn't in that. They, they're, Pete Carroll's a hell of a coach. Seattle, is they've got a nice little situation coming up with the draft picks, some of the young players they have. I think they're going to be relatively, you know, back relatively soon in, in contention for, you know, NFC West uh, supremacy with the 49ers. This ain't the team. This isn't the team that goes into the 49ers stadium and goes up against that defense and plays against Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Trent Williams, all these guys, Brandon Ayuk, and beats them. It's not this team. Uh, asking you shall receive uh, from our buddy Dave Garcia Designs. He said, can we get a 1320 poll uh, over there on YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320? And uh, we did. Uh, what do you think? 49ers win close. 
uh, 49ers blowout. Seahawks win close. Seahawks blowout. Mm. Uh, right now, and we literally this posted while Kenny was talking, um, 50% of the vote says 49ers win close. That's the leading category right now. We'll keep an eye on it. 50% of, again, this has been posted for about 45 seconds. That could be four people. Well, it's actually while you're there, hit exactly the thumbs 29. up. Yeah, please. Please hit the thumbs hit up. Hit the thumbs up. Uh, hit the thumbs up. I think, I, I, I don't know if I want to say a blowout, but I do think the Niners covered a nine and a half. It's nine and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think about these other games uh, for Super mm-hmm. Wild Card Weekend? Uh, let's start with Giants. Well, actually, let's just stay with Saturday. Chargers, Jags. In Jacksonville, uh, division winner. Yeah. So with your boy Brandon Staley, though. That's not my. Well, I'm. I'm sorry. It's my boy Trevor Lawrence. Everybody knows. That is right. That is I'm a right. hashtag Trevor Lawrence guy. Uh, I'm. I'm. I don't. To answer your question, I don't know what's that. That dude is. Uh, this might be his last week as the coach. Mm-hmm. I think Jacksonville wins. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. I think the the Chargers just kind of been laying low. And the I Chargers know. could be playing Reese's team, and I'm picking Reese's team to win. <laughs> like I, I'm just not picking the Chargers ever to win anything. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Chargers, man. I think uh, it, it, Jacksonville, ironically, has been playing as good as all the hot teams that we talk about to end the season. The Niners, the Chiefs, all this. Jacksonville has been playing really well down the stretch. They've got them at home. Ironically enough, they're gonna be rocking in Duval County hmm. down there in Jacksonville because there was it was I don't know if I want to give a movie status but it was it was popping for that mm-hmm. Titans game mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they was out there so they're going to be ready to go another night game but I just think the Chargers are better uh Austin Eckler I think he's gonna he's gonna be a, a major factor in what they do Herbert is going to do what he does they don't have Mike Williams but they finally got Keenan Allen uh Joey Bosa is going to be back I think the Chargers are going to go out there and win okay I disagree uh, we're moving on to Sunday. Dolphins, Bills. Oh, sorry, Jesse. Jesse says Jesse has convinced himself the Dolphins got this one. Get on the screen, Jesse. Come on, man. All right, so if I'm going to be real, like, right, Miami can't move the ball with Skylar Thompson against mm-hmm. the Jets. That offense looked horrible. There's no reason why the Bills shouldn't win this game. Yeah. yeah. But? But I'm an idiot sports fan, so I think Miami has a chance. Yeah, that's what you got. But hey, seriously, you, you know, if, if Miami is going to have a chance or whatsoever, like they got to create a couple turnovers on defense, and Skylar Thompson can't be afraid to make a play either. I it, think they'll be able to run the ball pretty well with Jeff Wilson, and um, they got Salvin Ahmed because most so mo- out. Most but, I was about to ask. Yeah, most out. out. Okay. Yeah, but like Dang. I said, the Bills should handle. That's but. probably the key is to let Skylar let him like yeah. You know, just, no one's expect. It's it's like what we were talking about. With, no one's expecting you to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let him, let him open up the playbook a little bit. Let him let him rock. Let's, yeah, last it, game you could tell he was trying go to go down swinging. Yeah, he was and, trying to do his checkdowns a lot last week, and like this week that can't happen. Like you got to try and go out and make a play. Do is uh is Tyreek um behind? He's not a hundred percent, huh? He's been dealing with an ankle injury like the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Like he'll be out there. But yeah, he's been dealing with an ankle injury. If I'm Mike McDaniel, I got to get the ball in the hands of my playmakers. Where that's you know a little screen pass, tunnel screen, or something like that. I, I'd work that a lot uh, to get the ball to Waddle. And Tyreek Hill, your your end of rounds, all this other stuff. I got to get the ball to my playmakers to have any shot. Feel bad for that Dolphins team, in there. I feel bad for Jesse. I I do feel bad for Jesse. I feel bad for Tua, like the 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 whole group. I feel bad for Mike McDaniel's. It the peak was the Trent Sherfield um, touchdown against the Niners, (laughs) and then I tweeted, "Number one defense, my ass." (laughs) It was just 
downhill ever someone since. Someone argue, yeah. Someone downhill argue. ever since. You know what? I don't regret that tweet because in the moment I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. I was running up and down the aisles of the game. It's just been all downhill ever since that. Jesse knew. He fired that tweet off with confidence. And to his credit, his ass got roasted. For like three days on that tweet. Hey, and tweets never got deleted, by the way. Pat nope. on the back to me. All right. Hey, 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 nothing got deleted. You, there, you took it like you a man. It. You yep. took it like a man. That's what I'm talking about. That's why you're my guy. Yep. That's why you're my guy. But, gotta own it. Uh, yeah, that was that was tough. I, I think Buffalo's going to win that game. I'm yeah. not sold on Buffalo as like Super Bowl mm. team. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think Buffalo wins that. We never talked about their announcement to put the game in Atlanta if it happens. Yeah, Bills, Chiefs. Bills, Chiefs. Yeah, and that's if I thought they were. I I thought, yeah. I mean, I I guess you go with what's available. I thought they were gonna. I I thought I read they were trying to find an outdoor stadium mm-hmm. because get some elements because both teams because both elements. teams play outdoor. But yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Like I, I it, you're you're doing the best you can with an extraordinary circumstance. Yeah. Uh, I'm not involved. I, I imagine Kansas City feels different. Buffalo may feel different. The players may feel different, and I, I completely understand that. From a just fan perspective, you did what you could. I'm fine with it. Is that – and I'm, I'm I'm assuming it is. But that – Jesse, maybe you could help me out. That's just for Buffalo, Kansas City. Correct. Cincinnati's not a part of that. Correct. Because Cincinnati had an outside shot at the one seed before that game, right? They did, but I think it's based on the Week 18 Once results. Once Kansas City won, yeah. they wouldn't have Once, had a chance. Yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, makes Kansas sense. City won, and then Cincinnati, you know, they, they did the – they Cincinnati had all kind. they had the coin flip that, that could happen, which which didn't because mm-hmm. they, you know, they, they, they won their Week 18 game, but I think it was all dependent on that. Yeah. So it's only Kansas City and Buffalo. Got you, got you. Um, to be played in Atlanta. The Giants and the Vikings in Minnesota. I got Minnesota. I'm going New York. Yeah, everybody's going New York. I'm, I'm just going, going New York because I'm not picking. I'm not, I'm not picking. <laughs> Your uh, boy. I'm not picking Kirk Cousins. I'm I'm picking Justin Jefferson. That's a that's an insanely <laughs> talented team, man. That's another one, and good for them because I thought they had with uh, what was my guy's name, Daniel Hunter. Mm-hmm. I thought they had like a window, like a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. when he was a monster. Mm-hmm. It's like and 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 Diggs was still there. It's like hey. Minnesota could, they could win the Rudolph. champion. Yeah, they could yeah. win the championship. Yeah, um, they ran into the Eagles and the Niners, and, and obviously they're battle. still very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think when it gets to this time, like New York has a fraction of the talent that Minnesota has. Yeah. There is no reason the Giants should win this game. I don't Absolutely, think the, I don't not. think the Giants are that good. They're not that good. They, they've dealt with injuries and stuff like that, so that plays into it as well. But they're here, they're so here. I'm not going to yeah. disparage them. There's no reason they should win this game. But yeah, Kirk's got it. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I'm going Minnesota. We only have to spend time on the next one. We both going Bengals. That's a done deal. That, I mean, and, and truthfully, that's another. That's another. That's another group of players. Another fan base. I feel bad. I for. I do feel bad for Baltimore and the fan base. I mean, I still feel bad for Jesse. Like everything. The Dolphins. Eh. <laughs> they got a little mouthy. They start using the Twitter fingers. Eh. Well, no, that was Jesse for, that used the Twitter. No, fingers. they started it. Uh, Number Shurfield, one, did, what did Shurfield say, Jesse? Dude, Tua it, Tonga it was taken out of context. Nothing. It was taken out of context. <laughs> Tua, Vong, no. Tua Tonga Vailoa didn't tweet number one defense. My ass. <laughs> God, I felt so good when I sent that tweet off too. <laughs> but I how many beers had you had at that point? 
no, no, I was because I had to drive home that day, so I was being pretty responsible. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so it was just pure, just pure pan hype. I, I feel, I feel bad for Baltimore. Because, uh, you know, I got people out in Baltimore. I got Baltimore ties, man. So, those are my people. So, a little bad for them. But Baltimore uh, lost four, uh, three of their last four games. Yeah, they're going to get smacked up by, by Cincinnati. Let's get to the one, though. It's the one. Is it game of the weekend? Easily? Uh, game of the long weekend. Yeah, it's not on a weekend. Yeah, right. game yeah. of the long weekend. I, and I think, I think it's the game of the weekend because everyone is so intrigued. I think more people feel like the Cowboys aren't going to win this game. <laughs> and then there's the element of Brady. Yeah. Like, is Brady yeah. really? Because I don't, I don't know if the quarterback was Nick Foles, if anybody would really care. Not that they wouldn't be questioning the Cowboys, mm-hmm. but the, the, the central storyline would be the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not even sure. I, I'll take it a step further. I think the reason they're questioning the Cowboys mostly is because they're going against Tom Brady. You think so? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the combination of the two. I think I but I think Tom Brady adds a and you add yeah, Tom. And I think it's Tom like, adds oh, it. They might lose this one. Yeah, Tom. Like if they Tom, were playing sure. the Vikings, I don't know if it would be as intense. You might be right. Yeah. yeah, it's a perfect combination of is Dallas gonna come out scared mm-hmm. again? Mm-hmm. Uh is mm-hmm. this really who Dak Prescott is right now? And they're going against greatest of all time did you see uh oh we, we got to get out of here but um i'll say it during well, the break. we can come I think, back i think we'll... the i think the cowboys are gonna win okay i think the cowboys are going who you got explanate well i'm not gonna tell you oh you have to cliffhanger you have to stick this is around. my surprise this is this is <laughs> <laughs> it's radio 101 kenny <laughs> how De'Aaron fox impacts my pick for the cowboys buccaneers game next on ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. I don't know why James does the podcast before the game, though. That's a good point. Unless he's trying to get one out, like, before the game. That's the only well, thing. Well, that's why I'm sure that's what he's doing. He's just like, it's going to be old tonight. You know, I mean, look. James not a pro. You don't need me. But. Hey, man, after after we go off the air, there's not a whole lot to listen to. That's facts. <laughs> yeah, James posted stuff at four, I believe. Ain't nothing to listen. He does. He posted right at four. <laughs> so you uh, listen to that and go straight to the game. That's go. a good point. Here's your pregame show, The King's Beat, with Brendan Nunez <laughs> really and uh, Sean Cunningham, James Ham. I mean, there's nothing to listen to before our show. There's nothing to – I'm just waiting to find out when we're going to run it back. That's it. Are we running this thing back or not? Hopefully we'll get the opportunity to explain that. Make it uh, happen. At some point. Uh, Poll question. What do you think happens tomorrow? 49ers win close. 49ers blowout. Seahawks win close. Seahawks blowout. 48% say 49ers win close. 35% say 49ers blowout. Mm. Only 17% of the vote total uh, is going to the Seattle Seahawks. See, I I don't know where I would fall in that. I'm squarely in the middle. Like I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think they'll cover. Them winning by maybe them I winning by wrote ten. Well, it's, you, know, you don't have to worry about that. If they win by ten, is that considered a blowout or a close game? Um, if they win, if they win like they did on Thursday Night Football, is that a blowout or a close game? Man, that's tough. I, I, you're right. I should have put covered with the with the nine and a half number. Yeah. Um, I think blowouts, two scores. I think they can win by two scores. I think they can win by two scores. So I guess okay. I would vote for blowout. 
Okay. None of that criteria. All right. Well, that's over there on YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320. But if you're uh, watching on Twitch, we, we, we appreciate you. Um, or Facebook. Let's see. Who's watching on Facebook? One one person. There we go. One person is watching on Facebook. Vincent, if that's you, we appreciate you so much for being with us. I appreciate it. Uh, We are everywhere, including the Odyssey app, 1320 AM and 98.5 FM HD2. By the way, speaking of HD radios, they come in electric vehicles. Did you see a certain electric vehicle, like, plummeted in price this morning? No. Yeah. That's how they're going to do me? Yeah. Like it dropped pretty significantly. Come on, man. Several several thousand dollars. Come on, man. Yeah. That bodes well when I have to, you know, re up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. and wait till you see what they re up for. Cause I already inquired. I was like, what's this? What's what's, what's the buyback on this? Yeah. They sent me that email. <laughs> Y'all must think I'm stupid. Y'all must think I'm stupid. <laughs> Uh, 916-909-1320 if you want to get in here right quick. Trista Quick's going to join us at the top of the hour. Kyle Matson, shortly after that, he already shot me a little note saying he's stuck in traffic. He might be a few minutes late. Of course, that doesn't really matter uh, because Trista will be here. Uh, And then James will be with us when he wraps up the latest edition of the Kings Beat podcast. Of course, the Kings are back in action tonight against the Golden Golden State Warriors. I'm looking at my notes. I apologize. The Houston Rockets. There are other games to pay attention to tonight. Yeah. Meaning we're 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 standings watching. Absolutely. With 41 games left in the season. Gotta do what we got to do. Golden State versus San Antonio was one. I figured out why that game yeah. was on ESPN. You were pretty worked up about this the other day. Still don't need to be on. It's a good idea. It is yeah, a, it's good a good idea. 60,000, yeah, 60 plus thousand? Yeah, it's a good idea. It's cool. Alamo Dome? Yeah. Remember when they tried to put how a game outside? Is, how long has the Alamo Dome been? Like, have they re. Have uh, they, like, redone it? Like, the Royal Rumble was there in, like, 1997. I think the Alamo Dome is 94. Charles Barkley hit the shot on David Robinson in 93. So it's probably 94, 95. Okay. Charles Barkley flicking the ball up and mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. It was open in 93. <laughs> 1993. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, Spurs Warriors tonight. Suns, Timberwolves. Who we got in that one? Who, who we won? Don't that? care. They're both below the Kings. Yeah. You got to make a pick. I think uh, I'll go for the Suns. I, I I just want the Timberwolves. I you want the, them out of there. You want them in that Blazers push, territory. Push, yeah, get them get them out of here. Okay, okay, okay. You, you gonna make a pick? I think I think I'm with you. I'm gonna go okay. with the Suns. Uh, Clippers Nuggets. Nuggets. You want the Nuggets to win? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nuggets, <laughs> yeah. nuggets well, ain't going nowhere. I heard, heard Jokic uh, is out. Jokic is yeah. Uh, uh, wrist. Yeah, clip. Go 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 down hard, clips. Yeah, please do. Um, uh, b- by the way, uh, shout out to our Sac State squads, plural, uh, for getting the job done yesterday. The Mike Brown went out, and 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 De'Aaron and his wife, I believe, were out yep, there yep. Uh, as well. But uh, went out to the to the nest uh, to watch Coach David Patrick and 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 the Sac State men's basketball team get a win. Uh, the women, they got one uh, on the road. They just keep winning basketball games. You said you said uh coach is well aware of the women, huh? The coach. women's coach. Oh, so yeah. she ain't really 
She didn't, no, no, she knows what time it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she no, absolutely. Yeah, but like, I, like I wonder if they could get a, a at-large bid. Like Sac State. They, yeah, say they lost in the tournament. I wonder if they get at-large. They deserve it. They deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're ever going to lose again. They're like a Demontis. <laughs> the, the, the Sac State women's basketball team is like a Demontis Sabonis double double. Hey man, I think I'm telling you, I think they might run the table in the Big Sky. I think some of these teams, man, I think yeah. they might run the table. Yeah, you've been watching them. Yeah, yeah. And then the men, they doing what they do. Uh, once again, Northern Colorado um, last night, Northern Arizona on Saturday, the two record wise, two worst teams in the in the Big Sky. An opportunity for this team. They're ten and seven. Mm-hmm. They're ten and seven. Opportunity to go eleven and seven on the year. Mm-hmm. Man, Coach David Patrick in his first year. Wow, love a job. Wow, yeah. And he had a lot of he had a lot of hype coming in, and mm-hmm. we contributed to it, mm-hmm. rightfully so. But I just saw what he was doing and, and and what he was building. I was like, yo, there's there's an entrance or entrance. There's an <laughs> I'm reading email. There's a uh, there's an opportunity <laughs> for <laughs> that. The entrance door was fixed. <laughs> 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 There's an opportunity Multitasking, for, baby. <laughs> uh, for something to happen with this team, and man, they've delivered, man. Uh, in that in that same conversation uh, with with uh, Coach Lawson that you're we were talking about, Coach Campbell, she made it clear she's very aware of Coach Patrick as well. Mm. Uh, she was covering um, men's college basketball when Ben was at LSU. Mm. Coach David Patrick was around LSU quite a bit, mm. uh, so. I get, I know I say this every day or at least once a week. Like Sac State is just killing the game right now when yeah. it comes to uh, people they're bringing in for hey, their department. Hey, if 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 they made the Final Four, not Sac State, you know the the the, the Lady Blue Devils. Mm-hmm. They made the Final Four. You know, can we can we check in with Coach. You know that week of. Oh yeah. Yeah, be like, Coach, yeah. What's up, man? I know they would love that here. They love. They love Coach here. I, I can say with some pretty good confidence, if we wanted her on the show at any point, we could probably make that happen. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think she's ever done our show. Mm-mm. She did the old one. She, well, she was with Washington at the time. Yeah. She was the Washington uh, uh, color analyst at the time. Um, I've never had Coach Lawson on the show before. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty confident. That's what I'm saying. If they get of to course, the final, if I there's also a strong possibility, like I'd ask her, oh, you got to text my assistant. <laughs> like there's a strong possibility that happens too. So, uh, but yeah, I'm 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 pretty confident we can get that. But bring Final Four up to her. Don't even bring the tournament up to her. <laughs> like you hear the way Coach Patrick talks. Like it's 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 like coaches are just wired. Like they don't see games the way that we do. Mm-hmm. Which is why no. it's part of the reason. It's part of the reason I all when we're when we're talking about Shemezi and 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 Trey Lyles or or, or or Terrence Davis, whoever. It's not what we see. Mm-hmm. It's not what we saw against the Lakers or the Warriors. It's what we didn't see the next day in practice. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. Because they, they ah, man, you guys are playing great. <laughs> God, I just I just hope we can be the sisters of the poor coming up this week. Like, wait, didn't you just beat Virginia and NC State? Yeah. Yeah. I'm more worried about this 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 little sisters of the poor coming up. Right. It was exa- it was literally it the exact- little guard that just uh just posed problems. For it was us. it was literally the same conversation we had with Coach Patrick. The the the, the same exact conversation. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.